everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Byword Show. Glad you're here. Um, if you're new here, hi, I'm Hannah, and this is not our typical episode. Um, I don't have a plan for this. I just, I've just come from the doctor. It's been a really hard day, a couple of days, weeks, actually. And I was just thinking and praying on my way home. And I just kind of wanted to share from my heart because sometimes life is hard and sometimes faith is hard and sometimes things don't make sense. And I will be the first to admit that I struggle. I struggle with doubt. I struggle with fear. I struggle with wondering why, like, God, what's going on here? And so, yeah, I just wanted to kind of give an update about what's going on and then also just kind of share my thoughts and a little bit about what's on my heart so that maybe it encourages you too. So like I said, I'm flying by the seat of my pants here, but <laughs> here we go. So lately, well, I'm pregnant. If you didn't already know, I am currently 33, almost 34 weeks pregnant. By the time this episode is out, baby girl might be here. Honestly, no telling, <laughs> but I've just been having a lot of complications in this pregnancy and I talked a little bit about it. Well, I, I shared the whole story about my son Jude's pregnancy and birth in the Q&A episode that just went up. I just thought that this time around would be better. Um, but I knew there was a chance going into it that when you have complications in a pregnancy, the chances are high that you will have similar or other complications in subsequent pregnancy. So I kind of went into this knowing, I mean, especially after all of our losses, like you know, my body just doesn't respond that well to pregnancy. And, you know, that's okay. It's still a miracle that we have this baby girl and she's healthy and she's almost here. So we're really, really grateful for that. But that doesn't mean it hasn't been hard. And I've talked to other moms about this. And I mean, I know I've been talking so much about motherhood, y'all. Sorry, this is not a motherhood podcast. It's just the season I'm in right now. It's just top of mind. And top of a lot of conversations for me, but I just feel like there's so many times when we feel like, oh, I should be grateful for this. I should be, you know, so happy. Like everything should be just, you know, perfect. And I don't, I shouldn't be like complaining about this or struggling or it shouldn't be hard, you know, like I need to just be happy. This is what I wanted, you know? And that's very much how this pregnancy has been for me. And maybe you can relate. It's like, yes, maybe this is the job that you prayed for, but it's hard. That doesn't mean that everything is suddenly easy, like when the prayer is answered or whatever. Like maybe it's pregnancy for you right now too. It's hard. Pregnancy is hard. And not only that, but like the mental and emotional battle that's come with it for me after losses has just been really challenging. So anyway, all of that to say... um, I started having weird symptoms in my second trimester, kind of towards the end. And then now that I'm in the third trimester, things have kind of just progressed. And so I was really hoping and praying that I would not have anything too severe, like preeclampsia, cholestasis, which is what I had with our son Jude's pregnancy. But I just started feeling really bad. So I've been having really bad headaches, fatigue, nausea, haven't really had an appetite uh, like itching, pain, all this stuff that I'm like, okay, I don't want to make a big deal of it. I don't want to just think the worst, you know? And also because it's like a billion degrees, this is like the hottest Texas summer of my whole life. I'm not even kidding. 
I can't distinguish sometimes like, oh, maybe it's just the heat or maybe it's pregnancy. Maybe there's something else. I don't know. I'm just miserable and it's not fun being pregnant right now in Texas. I will tell you that much. Um, but it turns out my symptoms were, were there. They were not heat related. I mean, maybe they were exasperated by the heat. I wouldn't be surprised. But last week I started feeling really, really intense versions of the symptoms that I had been having. And so earlier this week, um, I ended up just calling my doctor and saying, Hey, this is, this is my list of symptoms. I'm really not feeling great. Is there anything I could do or do I need to come in? And she was like, yeah, I would recommend coming in right away. So we went to the OB triage at our hospital, which thankfully was a really smooth process. And Everyone was so helpful and kind, very grateful for that. Um, but we get there and they start doing tests and trying to look into things and figure out what's going on. And it turns out my potassium was extremely low, um, not good. And I've had potassium issues in the past. It's not something that's consistent for me, but I have tested low and with my potassium several times in the past, which is not good because that can cause heart problems, preterm labor, like all these things. And it's just wasn't good. So basically they were saying you have critically low levels of potassium. We need to get potassium back in your system immediately. And then they started running tests on my liver and they started checking all these other levels. And it was just a whirlwind. And I honestly thought, okay, I'll just go and get it checked. I'm sure they're just going to be like, you're fine. Go home, take a chill pill, you know, but it, I'm so thankful that I listened to my body and just like went anyway, because it's, it, it gave me a lot of peace of mind to know that number one baby girl is fine. Like she's happy, healthy, like doing her thing in there, but my symptoms are pretty bad. So since then, I just, like I said, came from the doctor and had to do some more scans and labs and testing and checking on things. And it turns out I do have cholestasis again which is a nightmare. I, I just, I really feel discouraged and I feel so tired. My body is so tired. My mind is so tired. My heart is so tired. And I just really wanted this time around to be better. And, and I guess that's what I've been processing since I was driving home. And then up until this point, I just recently got home and I, have just been turning this over and over in my mind. Like this was supposed to be the redemption story. This was our big answered prayer. This was our miracle. This was everything we've been waiting for. Right. But that doesn't mean that it's easy or perfect. It's hard. And I actually don't love being pregnant. I'm pretty much done. Like I'm, I'm so done with this pregnancy. I just, it's been really challenging for my body and for my mind. And like letting that out basically in the car after the doctor's appointment, because we had to test all these things again. And turns out there's some other issues going on that we don't know the cause. Like there's a ton of extra fluid and there's all these other things that are random, but not attached to any specific cause. And so this baby's definitely coming early, which I'm not too sad about, but I was just sitting in my car, like, God, what is going on? Like, I don't expect pregnancy to be perfect and easy but I thought this was supposed to be the redemption story. And when I was driving home, I just felt in my heart that God was like, it is, this is the redemption story. This is it. Like it may not be perfect and easy and everything makes sense all of a sudden, 
but it wasn't that way for Jesus either. And I, if I'm being completely transparent, I really haven't felt like I've heard God's voice too much lately. Um, I've been so overwhelmed and stressed in this pregnancy and just worried and exhausted. And like, it's the most I can do to get out of bed every day and like read my devotional and read a couple Bible verses and say a quick prayer. Like it's been a tough season spiritually and and in every way. But I, it was just so clear to me in my heart that when I was kind of just like grieving this beautiful thing that was supposed to be so perfect and now everything is going wrong and like there's questions about my health. I'm like, Lord, what is this? And he's just saying, this is it. This is the redemption story. Like you still have a miracle here. It just really hit me in that moment. Like I just didn't, I just didn't see it that way. And then I started thinking about how, you know, it's, it's true. Obviously God's right. Surprise. But like Jesus is our redemption story, you know, and we hear the pretty versions of the gospel stories. But if you really sit there and think about it for a minute, his story was not sweet and beautiful all the time. Like it was hard. This guy was walking around everywhere. Like it talks about how he had nowhere to lay his head. He was just wandering. He had this group of guys with him who were like, what are we doing? You know, and he had so many people who hated him, enemies, opposition from all sides and people, even his own brothers thinking he was crazy. Like, I mean, that's not even getting to the cross. The actual core of our redemption story was the torture of Jesus. And he, he did that. Like, it just struck me in a different way. Like, <laughs> I don't know if this even makes sense because literally I just was thinking about this on my way home a few minutes ago, but I was just sitting there thinking, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Redemption doesn't mean yay, everything's happy and perfect. Redemption means, I mean, if you look at it in the Bible, it means to buy back. It means to take back something, to to restore it to its original place. And that doesn't necessarily entail easy or beautiful or sweet. You know, like Jesus, his redemption story involved a lot of pain and it involved questions and it involved moments of just like desperation. I mean, when he was crying out to God in the garden, if you can, like, I don't want to do this, but I will, if it's what you want. And he was able to see to the other side and remember, like, this is why I'm here. This is the promise. This is worth it. Like, this is what we've been waiting and praying for. And it's not easy and it's not pretty. In fact, it's actually really messy and painful and hard. And he had moments where he wanted to give up. And that's about where I am at right now. But all of that to say, I was just thinking about this meaning of redemption. And it's like, you know, this is what I felt like God was saying to me on my drive. Redemption means to rewrite the story, take back the pen, if you will, rewrite the narrative, and it changes the outcome. The outcome is good. No matter what the process looks like, the outcome is good. And, you know, immediately I'm just reminded of all these verses, Romans 8. He works all things together for the good of those who love him. And I've said it on the show before, a quote that I love is just, if it's not good yet, he's not done yet. He is still working in the process. And it is my redemption story still. It is. We have this beautiful baby girl. The ending is good. and. 
I have, it's just a challenge to me, I guess, to trust that and to actually believe that because I don't know, like there we go. I feel like we go through this and no matter what kind of season we're in, it's like we pray and pray and pray for something, whether it's a job or a relationship or kids or, you know, different milestones, different dreams. And then, and then we get there. The prayers answered, things are starting to unfold and all of a sudden it's challenging <laughs> and it takes faith still. Like it requires faith. I think at least for me, sometimes I have this idea in my head of, okay, Lord, I have all these dreams and desires and I trust you. And so whenever it starts to happen, I'm like, yes, let's get the ball rolling. And I almost forget to include God in the rest of the journey. And so it's really humbling when I have those moments of realization that, you know, I can't do this on my own. Like, God, I prayed and prayed and prayed for this baby. And I'm so excited. Like I'm doing everything I can to prepare. We're so excited. We're celebrating. We're giving thanks, all this stuff. But physically, I'm at my limit. I I cannot get through the end of this pregnancy on my own. Like mentally, I don't have the willpower, the strength, the capacity. Like I just feel so worn. And then I turned on the music and there's this song by Abby Gambo. I don't know if you've listened to her new album, Pure, but it is so good. Uh, she's from Upper Room. And it's basically that verse in Matthew where it talks about if you're tired, if you're weary, if you're hurting, come to him. He's he's here. It's Jesus saying, I'm here. I'm here. Like, bring it all. I'm not afraid of your doubt. I'm not afraid of your unbelief. I'm not afraid of your pain. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't change the way that I feel about you. That's why I'm here. Like, that's the whole point, right? Is just being in relationship with him. And I so easily forget that when I get to the answered prayer stage, you know, and that's just me being really vulnerable, but I think it's the human thing that we tend to do. It's like, yes, thank you, God. I've got it from here, you know, and he doesn't want that for us. And so I think in a way, at least for me, it was a really humbling experience today just sitting there and, and honestly saying, okay, God, there's nothing I can do to change this. There's nothing I can do to change the fact that my itching is so bad that I can't sleep at night and I'm exhausted during the day. And we have a hundred other things going on. You know, like there's so many things happening behind the scenes in our life right now, y'all. It's a wonder. I'm somehow making it through. Like y'all say a prayer for this girl, but I've just, I've just been reminded through this that it's it's still about relationship. It's still about depending on him. And I'm quick to think when hard things happen, I don't I don't need another testimony. Like I'm done with testimonies. I'm good. I'm good with challenges. I'm good with all that. Like I feel like I have a pretty good story at this point, Lord. Like no more. <laughs> it's in these moments where I get teeny tiny glimpses and I feel like I maybe get a tiny bit of understanding about what Paul meant when he talks about rejoicing when we face trials or how God's strength is made perfect in our weakness. When I'm at the end of myself, I experience God in a, in a more real way than I ever do in any other situation. When I am at the end of myself, when I have nothing else to give and he shows up anyway, 
that's what reminds me why I believe, why I choose to live this life, why I choose to put my faith in him, not because I'm trying to have an impressive life and achieve all my goals. And it's so fun to like live your purpose and, and live your dreams. Right. I mean, it is, it's amazing and it's so fun. And I, I, I tend to focus on that, but the truth of it is we are human and we are limited and that's why we need Jesus. But what a gift that the way he designed our need for him is based on relationship. Like our need, our limitations, they actually create a need for him that allows us the opportunity to experience relationship with him. That blows my mind. The fact that God in his infinite wisdom would make us knowing that we are making mistakes. We fail all the time over and over again. Like We'll never get it right on the side of heaven, but he knows that every time we fall, every time we turn away, there's an opportunity there. Okay. Are we going to continue creating distance? Are we going to lean into the pain? Are we going to lean into the discomfort? Are we going to lean into the unknown and say, okay, Lord, I see that I am limited. I am not, but I know that you are enough and that is enough for me. I'm just basically processing out loud here. So, but I wanted to share from where I'm at because I talk about vulnerability all the time, right? I talk about sharing from the process, being in the process, finding purpose along the way, in between, in the middle, all of that. And I just want to be honest with you guys and share a real time example of what, what it looks like for me when I'm processing through my faith, because I don't have it perfect. I don't have it all figured out. I'm far from complete in my journey, you know, but, but I am just so grateful and humbled that God continues to show up even when the most I can do is like get up and read a couple of Bible verses with my morning orange juice, you know, that is what today was for me, kind of like a perspective shift back on you know what, this is not why I choose to believe in Jesus because he answers my prayers and gives me a beautiful life and a perfect story. No, it's because he is so kind and gracious that even when I'm not perfect and when I'm not doing all the things and getting my lists all checked off, ticking every box, like he's still there. It doesn't change his love for me. It doesn't change how near he is to me. It doesn't change how much he wants to be in relationship with me. And I just, I just lose words over that, you know, like he's just so good. And so at the end of the day, what I've come to as I'm just processing through this in real time with you is that sometimes life sucks. Sometimes life is really, really hard and it throws you curveballs and things don't make sense. And it feels like you can't catch a break and like feels like you cannot get your head above the waves long enough to take a breath. But he is still good and he still has the final word. He still is making the outcome good no matter how you get there. And the great thing about it is it's not up to you to figure it out. We don't have to, like, there's freedom in that. Like for me today, remembering that was a sigh of relief because I think I've been trying to have this beautiful story. I almost felt like this pressure, like, oh, I had all these losses and now I have this beautiful miracle baby and like nothing should go wrong. It should be all perfect and great. And, and sometimes that's just not the reality. 
but that's okay because look, my weakness points to God's strength because I'm telling you the truth. There is no way I'd be able to get through this on my own. Yeah. I just, I'm grateful. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Grateful that God so kindly reminds me of my need for him and then meets me right in the middle of it every single time. I know this seems like a really random episode. I mean, maybe it was great. Like maybe, maybe (laughs) for you, this was super timely. I hope it was. Um, I know I don't do this often where I just sit down and ramble, but hopefully there was something in there that spoke to you and maybe encouraged you because we all go through seasons, you know, we all go through times when things don't make sense and we have an opportunity to either back away from Jesus or lean into his strength and his spirit. And that's what makes us strong. So that's what I'm choosing to do today. And I'll probably choose it again in a couple hours (laughs) and I'll choose it again tonight when I'm itching and I can't sleep and I'll choose it again tomorrow and every day until this baby girl is here. And then probably every day after that. (laughs) But anyway, that's pretty much it for me. I feel like I should turn off the mic before I just continue spouting nonsense. But anyway, I love you guys. I just, I just want to say thank you for your kindness and love and support. I get messages saying that you guys are praying for me and for baby girl and have just been like really really kind and sweet and supportive of how open I've been with my journey. And I just, I love it. I love that we get to have those conversations because then the more open we are about the struggles, the more obvious it is that we can see how God is working when things do work out. So anywho, love you guys. I will see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into another episode of the ByWords show. I love having you here and I'm so thankful for your support. Don't forget to share a screenshot of this episode to let me know you were here. I can't wait to talk again soon, but in the meantime, be sure to come hang out with me on Instagram and remember I am cheering you on.